Hello, lover. This is Arabella, the Love and Sex Podcast. If you're interested in sacred sex and divine love, I'll twist it up with some spiritual guidance, then this is the podcast for you. Today's episode will begin after our sponsored segment. Hello, hello, lovers. This is Arabella. Welcome back to a very special podcast video cast with oh, the beautiful Abby Merritt from Loving and Light Healing in the UK. Hello, Abby. Hello. Hi. I'm so glad you're here. Well, thank you for inviting me. Um, and I was trying to figure out how we met and I literally can't remember. I thought it was Twitter, but I guess it wasn't Twitter. Was it, it was, Twitter? It was, yes. Okay. Yeah. And, I, uh, I just since came away from it. So, and then we, oh, we found each other on Instagram. So. Instagram. That's why I was confused. Yeah. And then I know that I, um, had you do a reading for me, for me personally, and it was beautiful and wonderful and right on target. And I'm like, I need to get this person on the podcast so that we can talk about being divine feminines on this twin flame journey, which we both are. So um, I didn't actually know what twin flames were. Um, and I met mine in 2014. What what is your story about twin flames and when did you meet and all that? Well, um, I actually want to say, thankfully, my journey doesn't feel like it's been that long. Um, so I, I met my twin in December 2019. Wasn't oh, wow. a spiritual oh. person whatsoever. At that point, I hadn't gone through my awakening, didn't have any idea what this thing was. It wasn't until... It wasn't really until I think about April or May, um, I was just on TikTok one day and all of a sudden I was being hit with a twin flame, twin flame, twin flame, just would not leave me alone. What, what is this thing? And I was really guided to look into that and then look into Kundalini. So I feel like I was just like naturally gravitated towards um, reading about it. Mm-hmm. And then I, I realized that it resonated with what was happening with me and my person. Um, and yeah, I, if at the same time I was going through my awakening and it was just a lot, it was very intense and it was a lot to take on actually. Um, so yeah, it was, it's quite fresh actually for me, I want to say. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize that. I'm actually a little bit surprised because you, um, seem to have elevated rapidly and um the the divine feminine and masculine information which you share you share it like daily on uh instagram so make sure that you guys are watching her on instagram and i'll put her links below um it's very much in target with um where i'm at and i've been on the journey a really long time so that's wonderful um so you actually, um, I was guided to reach out to you by the powers above, yeah. um, however you want to label that, and to have you choose the topic. And you wanted to talk about um, how some of the stuff that the divine feminines are kind of responsible for, I'll say, feels burdensome at times. So why did you want to pick that topic? I... I just feel like it's a lot, a lot of responsibility to take on. I do. Um, And I think, I think it's important. One thing is there is, I I feel there's a lot of misinformation out there. Um, And I just feel like part of my journey, I got so wrapped up in, I have to do this and I have to behave in this way. And this is what's expected of me. And I just got so wrapped up in this whole little, I guess the labeling and the bubbling. And I just got completely caught up in this whole little world. So 
I think what I primarily wanted to do was just, I don't get a message out to say, it's okay to feel how you're feeling. Some days are gonna feel really, really heavy. And yes, it will feel like a burden. Um, but I guess I just wanted to kind of use this platform and use the idea of it feeling like a burden to say, look, do you know what? It's, it, it is part of the journey and it does feel like that, but you will get through and you will see a different side. And when you start to go through your healing process and you come towards the end of that, you'll look back and you'll realize actually it's not so much of a burden it's a crucial part of that healing process. And yes, it, at the core, you are shattered. And at the time you are in that dark place, however, you have to get in that dark place to be able to just completely release everything and regrow and develop yourself and become this beautiful divine feminine that you are. So yeah, I just, I just want to really get the message that you have to get in that place to be able to grow and right. come out and you will come out if you're in that place at the moment. Right. Right. So to, to put you on the spot a little bit, what are some of the falsities that you see out there that, um, that you don't necessarily agree with? I mean, there is a lot of misinformation about this well, journey, yeah. what it is and is not. I, I guess what it really does come down to is where you're at with within the journey as well. I think I think to say there there is some misinformation. Yes, there is, but ultimately it's at what point you are in your journey as to how you're you're viewing the journey as to how you categorizing it and labeling it. So it's important to to mention that as well. That depending on what stage you're at is to how you're going to view the journey. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But I. I, I just feel like I personally got stuck in this whole um, not being able to, you shouldn't be feeling angry and you shouldn't be feeling upset and you shouldn't be feeling mad and you should constantly be in this place of always feeling like, it, yeah, yeah, like everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it, by doing that, you're not being true to yourself. So you're exactly. not allowing everything to release. If you want to be angry at whoever, whether that be yourself, whether that be your person, even whether that be the universe, it's okay to feel angry. It is. You don't, don't hold that in. And a lot of the information I was coming across was, yeah, it, it has to be like this and it should be like this. Yeah. But yeah. Personally, me, be angry, be mad, let it go, release it. I, I uh, hadn't thought of it like in that exact verbiage, but absolutely, I agree with you 100%. I started actually making a lot more progress when I felt the anger. And most of my anger was at the universe. I would scream at them. I had this friend that asked me if I had a tennis racket or like a kid's baseball bat and just like beat the hell out of pillows and whatever to get all of that out of me. Now, mind you, it was brought up by things the twin had done, but really it was all the anger I had been carrying my whole lifetime. And so that's why I agree with you. Whatever you're feeling, like to be awakened, in my definition, is to feel it all. It's not just, oh, <laughs> yeah. Far from that, you're out of touch with your multidimensionality if you're only in that space. So I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. Was there um, like one big thing that you did to get out of the, because I stayed in the like purging um, <laughs> uh, dark night of the soul um, I had all these massive things happen to me and it lasted for years. So what kind of things did you do once you realized, oh, this looks like I'm a twin flame from like getting all these messages from the universe or whatever. How did you shift so fast into being where you're at now? Um, I just think I'm a very 
the youngest answer to that would be to say that I'm just a very good person at taking on board situations and learning from them. I, I, I am a person who does learn very quickly anyway. Um, I just think I just, the only thing that got me through was just telling myself, this is how you feel and that's okay. Knowing that if I'm gonna spend a week under my duvet, not seeing anyone and not wanting to touch base with anyone, that's what I'm going to do and that's okay because yeah. I know there'll come a day when I'm going to feel on top of the world don't get me it took me a long time I was either up here or down here for a long time there was no yeah there, there was no balance it was like being on a roller coaster for me I was like whoa yeah, whoa, it is, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. And, and now and, it's like mm, like you get to a place of enjoying the ride from yeah. my perspective of it <laughs> you do you just you you do you just I think you just learn learn to adjust to it um mm -hmm. I found I mean so this this weekend um I I had communication with my twin um <laughs> so <laughs> maybe I, nice I, <laughs> I thought oh great you know it's it's time now um but I got the whole there's no connection here ah. so that for me in one hand allowed me to move forward a great deal because I had never spoken to him about anything we, but it's, it, even like to this day it's like that elephant in the room unspoken thing so I've just kind of okay, you don't feel that connection. Maybe you're just not awake yet. Maybe you just don't want to admit what the connection is. Whatever his reason for that is, I'm not taking that on board. He's told me this one thing. If you're not ready to accept that, I'm moving on with my life. I think I got wrapped up for a long time in my healing process is for us to come together. To an extent that is true because as light workers, this we're, we're both healers, everyone who's got the connection, I believe, are great healers, and our mission is to come together. That will mm -hmm. happen, but it's going to happen when we're both fully in alignment. And this is where I think I feel like the burden comes on the divine feminine because the feminine triggers the masculine's awakening. So until feminine, I think I got to this point this weekend, actually. I want to say I've only just got there that I was like okay do you know what all of this process this was for me so that I can move forward and it is everything you hear about letting go and surrendering it is so true yeah. but don't be hard on yourself I mean at what point you're going to get there and I think that's another burden that I took on was I yeah. I put the expectation on myself to get there by a certain time I was it's again it's that timing that timing and expectation yeah if you can try and let go of that right right it really will help move you along your journey i i totally agree with that um and that's kind of bringing something up in me and that like i don't know how old you are i'm assuming you're probably young enough to be my my uh daughter definitely <laughs> maybe my granddaughter i don't know <laughs> i'm 33 um, I'm 33. 33. Okay. So you're younger than my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, 33 is a wonderful age, but, um, and for me, I'm a very, uh, my ego when I was living from ego was very competitive always. All right. How do I get to the finish line? And then we have people like you that are 33 and have woken you know how the connection comes so fast um it's the past me would have been like oh what am i doing wrong and i know i'm not alone in that because there's actually a lot of feminines that are around my age <laughs> and we're like well what the heck like are we doing something wrong and so i want to say no you're not doing anything wrong for one don't compare yourself to another's journey and especially those that are in your age range um 
those of us that are older, I've been shown and told and confirmed that like with each wave, we clear the wave for the next wave so that each wave doesn't have as much to work through. You know, we're a team. And when we can look at it as, hey, we're team twin flames so that we can all raise the love vibration, um, that's a beautiful thing. And I think it's really important that um, although there are similarities on the journey that um, wherever you're at or not at, it's the perfect place for you to be. Like every step is important. I had been married for 31 years when I met my twin. I had a, you know, I was 40, you know, six or seven. I had that lifetime of ego stuff that I had to get rid of permanently. So whatever your age, wherever you're at, whenever you woke up, it's perfect for you. And a lot of people that I'm talking to right now, like January was, um, we had a great awakening December 21st that just happened. And um, I'm talking to a lot of people in January that are just like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing the whole world differently, whether they're twin flames or not. And uh, many of them are in my age group <laughs> of, um, oh my gosh, have I done something wrong? Because... <laughs> Can I just jump in and offer a different? Um, yes, please. Again, this is go. This to me, this just goes down to the fact that the body's the vessel, and it's the soul that matters. Yes. Is the soul? Yes, does the yes, soul yes. carry an age? It's no. Like, relatively speaking, so you and I could have. For all we know, I, I do feel like you and I do have some kind of past yeah. life connection. I, I feel that. Absolutely. And I want to say that our souls are the same age, yet here we are in these vessels yeah. with you taking on um, an, an older body and me taking on a younger body, but the, the souls, the age of the souls are the same. So again, everything's about perception, isn't it? And just trying to Absolutely. take a step back and switch that up. Yeah, yeah. But I just like, don't don't beat yourselves up wherever you're at. Exactly. Because exactly. where I'm at now, in retrospect, I had to go through everything I've gone through. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's important to make me be in this present moment talking to you. <laughs> yeah. And, and putting the content out to the world. I had to go through everything. And so, yeah. And beautiful perspective. Absolutely. The ego is the one that is really stuck on the human timeline age of the vessel um and all of that so get out of that folks <laughs> yeah um what you were saying about the burden i i agree um about the burdens that <laughs> like we're the ones talking about twin flames we're helping other people and we have our masculine over here not saying a word putting on the energy Getting putting out the energy when we've just balanced ourselves. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, this this wishy washy energy. <laughs> yes, it's like he is all about me. His energy is all over. <laughs> Everything's great. And then it it I actually just recorded a video about that. And it then it feels like he moves to China and is gone for three weeks. I'm like, <laughs> what the? Get me all high on you, and then like go. I'm like, <laughs> and boy, it, it's a blessing in disguise. I, I know that you know that, and I know yeah. that, but those that are early on the journey don't always know that. Um, and it, I remember feeling very burdensome, like, oh my God, everything is on my shoulders. I have to do everything. Have you felt like that? Do you have advice for that? Because I have new knowledge about that now, but back in the day, I was very angry about that yeah I and I think I was at that point when you reached out to me actually um and I think that's why yeah <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I think that's Perfect. why I chose that that subject because I I think again this this comes down to expectation and what I've um read on the journey rather than experienced is you meet everything's fine you trigger each other one runs one chases I was the one who rang first 
um, he told me March last year that he felt a connection. It was the start of lockdown. So I was like, oh, here we go. It's just a load of rubbish to keep me in, in the loop. I, I wasn't believing a word he was saying because I didn't want to believe it because I didn't think that was true. I didn't think anything of myself. I was so trodden down and beaten. I just did not see myself and my true beauty and everything I had to offer. So you can't accept that when someone's telling you that if you don't believe it yourself. Amen. Yes. Hence the level of healing, hence the masculine then runs when the feminine and then the feminine feels like it's just this running and chasing. And yeah, for for me, something happened um that triggered me to previous timeline. Um, so I had to heal from that. And on top of that, when that happened, my masculine just completely abandoned me when I needed him the most. Cue the abandonment issues. But necessary part of feeling very sorry for myself. <laughs> expecting him to come rushing in at some point. Expecting him to at least check in on me at some point. Months later down the line, I still hadn't heard from him. And I was so focused on, he has to reach out to me. He has everything in me was saying, just drop him a message. I was like, no, why should I? He's just, you know, this thing happened between us and he's not even checked in to see how I am. Even a friend would check in and see how you are. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like in that stubborn, <laughs> very, very stubborn mindset. And in the end, I ended up reaching out to him because I needed help with a project and he had something that I could use for that so I swallowed my pride it was I was literally shaking though when I sent that message like I was shaking because I was petrified that I wouldn't hear from him I was petrified at what his response would be but then that triggered communication again it was very scattered um but it triggered communication so another thing if your intuition and you've got that gut, whether you're the masculine or the feminine, forget, I want to say, forget you're not meant to contact him, you're meant to wait for this person. If there's something in your gut that's saying to you, reach out, then reach out. Even if it's just a message, say hi, just checking to see how you are. Hi, I'm just thinking of you. Even if it's just like a, a, a meme or a funny video or something, you know, they'd like if something is telling you to reach out, they reach out because it probably means they need you as much as you need them. But they're as, just as scared as you are. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just, you know, all this triggering. And I think, yeah, the, the feeling of like. I, I want to actually put a different spin on this again. Maybe I was feeling like I was being a burden every time I contacted him oh yeah that's exactly how I felt yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) so maybe that feeling of being a burden again is um, an internal about us yeah yeah that's why it's an inside job (laughs) yeah so my mine has done wow your story just yeah it lines up with my experience with my masculine I've had people die I've I've been like very very ill um, for long periods of time. And he, he's like, he watches every single thing I do. So I know that he knows, Mm. um, do you at this point, like right now, um, why do you think that is, what, what is the silver lining of that for the feminine in them not reaching out when we need them most? Because that's really what it encapsulates. I mean, I, I personally, for, for, me, for me and my own journey, it's taught me that I have to save myself. It's taught me strength and it's taught me courage. And I'm feeling myself getting really emotional. Um, same, same, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's knowing that I've got that inner strength and that, no matter what happens I'm okay and I'm okay because I've got spirit protecting me yes 
yes I'm I'm okay because I'm calling on my angels and my spirits and guides and I'm okay because although my dm isn't here in the physical he's he's my spirit guide there he is so he's always with me <laughs> and he's always protecting me and when I went through my I, I had I, I lost a twin pregnancy um back in uh, July and then again in August the, the second one in August so that's what I was finding really hard to deal with the fact that he helped get me into that situation but then he hasn't checked in wow. to see how I was knowing that I'd been through that anyway yeah. um yeah so but energetically and this is this is the thing that's helped me through I during my previous marriage I was married but was with somebody for 13 years married for six went through fertility treatment um I'd had seven miscarriages with him so for me that timeline I had to revisit because I hadn't healed from all of that so that had to happen for me because this this loss here was me to do all that healing and that womb cleansing and everything else although I had a physical body with me last time I had no emotional support whatsoever there was not one bit of comfort I was going to bed every night crying my eyes out I had somebody there who didn't give a crap this time around <laughs> As, as as insane as this sounds to somebody who is maybe new on the journey and doesn't understand if you're not new you will totally understand this that level of comfort I felt I felt those tight hugs I felt that touching of the hand I felt every single step of the way I felt that comfort so again it's knowing that it, it it's recognizing that that spiritual connection in this is more important than the, the physical. And I think this whole journey is really just breaking down your core, breaking down the matrix and bringing you back into source. And I've said to my twin a number of times, I'm so glad I met you. If I didn't meet you, I never would have gone through my healing process. So regardless of what happens, I am so, 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 so grateful for him being in my life. Even after everything that's happened between us, I'm grateful for him because I would not be this amazing, confident woman. I've got my sexuality back. I've got, I used to hate myself. I now love myself. I hated everything about my body. He's taught me to love everything, you know, for me to love myself, like fully, completely embrace everything. So I take on board that aspect of the journey. And that's why I think I can forgive him. And that's why every time there's a trigger, it's something that I need to work on. But it's also he's doing it because he's scared and he's finding things difficult as well so it's important to remember that this is you're working together in partnership yeah and if you can understand yourself you'll understand your person and that's where the forgiveness for me comes in I'll just say yes yes and yes <laughs> I totally you're describing my experiences and um yeah yeah I think that um, getting to that place of gratitude for them really helps. Yeah. I don't know if it's helping them or not. I'm assuming it is, um, but but I know it's helped my life experience getting to a place of gratitude for him. And, and... Do you feel in your heart space, like when, when he is thinking fondly, like do you just know and you just, just pick up on that? Oh, I feel him in my heart all the time. Like I can yeah. feel his, his heart beating. And um, if he laughs, which isn't very much lately when he cries, sometimes it comes through me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I guess that's another thing that I, I felt like was a, a burden because I'd feel like I was in a really good, and this is another big thing why I started to feel quite angry. I was in a really, really, really good place. And then all of a sudden, bam, out of nowhere, this emotion would come. I was like, whoa, hold on a minute. That's not mine. And then I knew it was his. 
And then I'd feel really annoyed that I've just got myself into this good place. Yeah. And then bam, I'm brought back down. And then I'm upset because he's upset, but I can't articulate to him he's upset. And then I don't know whether he can feel everything that I'm feeling. And then I don't know whether he knows that I'm comforting him. But right. if I can feel him comforting me, then surely. Yeah, <laughs> surely I, he should. I don't, yeah, but I, should. I think yeah. it upsets me when, he's up, when I know he's upset and I can't do anything about it other than right. energetically. I've actually like, oh, I remember years ago, I, I knew like he was in that energy of feeling like he was drowning and I could like see visions through my third eye of him, like drowning and drowning. And I was told by spirit, let him drown. Like that's, he has to learn. Yeah, he has exactly. to save himself the way that he has triggered things in me so that I've learned the same as you that, you know, I'm my hero. I have to save me. Mm -hmm. I can do this. Um, Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, do you know what? It is a lot of responsibility. I think when I say the word burden, I think I, in a weird way, I wanted to use that label to invite people into this discussion because I feel like it will attract those who do need to know that it is it does feel like a burden and it's okay for it to feel like a burden however it's part of the process and when you get to this point right right and it's like, and it's an immense responsibility that I didn't ask for I remember like, I don't <laughs> yes. want this yes. I, I already have enough responsibility yes. <laughs> you know? and now I'm having to feel him cry and purge and laugh and be with other people that that has been the burden of that has just like <laughs> and I think the word burden from the ego standpoint you know if you have to label it it does feel like that early on especially yeah um yeah it's um it can be overwhelming but I want people that watch this to know like Abby and I like do your work for me, like the sooner you can get focused on yourself and do your work and go diving deep into why this person is triggering these things in you, you know, an example is my, my biggest trigger into my dark night of the soul was in 2016 when he got a girlfriend very publicly. I'm thinking everything's fine. I'm, you know, dreaming of marrying him and we had worked together and, and like, we're yin and yang, we're complimenting each other. And, and I tried to kill myself. And I've actually, I've actually heard, I haven't seen it lately, but like back in my group at that time here, there was several women that actually killed themselves because of the journey and the triggering. And um, here's the silver lining in that though, and why I'm sharing because I know some people, women are so triggered by the stuff they do. By that action, <laughs> it mimicked what my father had done to my mother and I, because my father was also a public figure, had this big affair, then treated me and my mother like we were pieces of shit, non-existent, and we think everything's fine. But I hadn't healed that from... <laughs> 35, 40 years earlier and stuff. And uh, my father has now passed since then, but we got to a place of unconditional love with each other. And for me, I believe that when we have a lot of problems with men, preconceived notions, beliefs, conditioning, and it shows up in our masculine, it's because we haven't healed that father wound. I work with a lot of people that haven't looked at their father wound. So um, it hasn't shifted physically, but energetically the connection between my masculine in me and outside um, was so healed by dealing with the father wounds and making peace and, and wrapping it all up in love and, and whatnot, so. Yeah, I, I think I, I can relate to you quite a lot and I just want to pick up 
um, on what you said about the the feelings of not wanting to be here because I just want people to know that on this journey that is normal and that's something that I too have experienced and even it was before it was before the weekend actually um before the conversation between my twin and I um I was feeling like I just don't I I, I was at the point again when I was going to bed and I just didn't want to wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I had a reading on because I managed to get a reading pretty quickly on Sunday. I just needed to pick up that phone and and speak to somebody. So I had a reading with her, and you know she was she was talking to me, and I said to her, she she was asking me like because I I went through a phase of doing Instagram live, and then I just I hadn't done that for a while, and she was asking me about that. Um, and I basically said to her, to be honest, the reason, the only reason that I'm still going at the moment is because I'm here helping people. Um, and if I didn't have the ability to help people and to do my readings and to be able to give people readings and all this guidance, I honestly don't think, I, I, I don't know what would keep me going. So again, it, it's spirit, it, it's divine and it's spirit keeping me protected and guided. So it's always important to remember that as long as you're open to connecting, as long as you're asking for help from spirit, it may not always feel like it's coming through straight away, but within a couple of days, I was constantly on the daily journaling, praying, asking for help. That came mm-hmm. through. Even before I knew I had all of this aspect to me, I was in Barcelona with my ex-husband, I think it was back in May 2019. Um, and I, I went to a church on, I think it was Mount Tubadabo. And my, my Arch- Archangel Michael was prominent in that church. Again, <laughs> something, <laughs> yeah, did you, I don't know what that was. My visitors? <laughs> So anyway, sorry, it's throwing me. Um, yeah, I, I started, I, I actually said a prayer for the first time and not for me and my ex-husband, but for myself and my own happiness. And lo and behold, a few months later, I found the strength and courage to leave my marriage that I was desperately unhappy in. So it, I just, you know, I do want to say that it's very important to, even if you don't 100% believing it at, at this point, stay connected even if you just say a prayer not expecting anything to come from it there's no harm in saying your prayers before you go to bed in the morning give thanks even just staying connected with spirit is really important I, I again I agree with you um the more that I stay connected the easier the journey is and I I'm I'm basically like very harmonious and balanced and blissful in my day-to-day life However, uh, when you were saying about like how spirit like is giving you work and, and that keeps you going, same, exact same here. Um, because there, there's mornings where I open my eyes and I look over on the pillow and he's still not there. And I like put my hand on the pillow and tears like immediately yeah. come up, you know? Um, and then I like, oh, I don't have to stay here. Let's go meditate, let's go pray let's go light the candles at the sacred altar, like yeah. go right to spirit and get out of bed and don't stay there. My, my biggest mistake was, was staying there. And that's why I cried for <laughs> three years straight. I swear. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, so, I found it particularly difficult because I, I don't know how things are over there in the U S but in the UK, we've been on lockdown again since I can't even remember now. I think it was since, Christmas like the week of Christmas they they announced another lockdown so literally um places of worship are closed salons are closed we we can't go and jump trains to go to the coast so Mark I've been feeling like on top of everything else my happy place is down by the sea I haven't been able to get down there so it's it's been really difficult to deal with all of that 
and then as you were saying you know waking up not having your person there to go out and um be able to transmute that I guess it's just learning to I've, I've found ways and I found places that I can go but I think I just got caught up and wallowing in self-pity and again that's okay it is okay yeah it's okay um, as humans we need that physical contact and if you know if yeah it, it's okay as well to feel upset to look over and you're longing for your person there and if it's there's just something something hits differently about that physical touch doesn't it it's just mm -hmm. no one can replace that in my my opinion no no and they, again it, there's nothing I it took me a long time to admit that it's okay for me to want his physical touch why I was so caught up on feeling like I have to be okay in just feeling his energy and that should be enough and then I started to question, but why isn't that enough? Because we still need that. Having a human experience. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't know why, but a lot of the divine feminines I talk to, it's like our, our main love language is touch. And the fact that we have to go so long without touch, specifically from our masculine, mm -hmm. is whew, what a big lesson. I'll just say that. it's hard it, it's so hard yeah. yeah and it's it's okay to say that yeah and and I um you know we're not supposed to miss them we're not supposed to have that energy of needing them and and stuff but I've and that's from an ego sense where I'm at now no, I don't need him. I want him. There's a different energy there. Do I miss him still? I do. However, I know like we're one soul. I, I know that we're one at all times. I know that. Um, but it doesn't mean I don't miss his smile or his hugs or his bad sense of humor. <laughs> Whatever. And that's okay. Yeah, it, it's okay. Um, it, for me, it does help the process when you stay focused on yourself and your connection with spirit and, and all of that helping in that, not looping in the, oh my God, I'm going to die. When am I, when are we going to move in together? When are we going to get married? Whatever. That's all ego. And, um, I guess it's okay to, someone asked me, I did a reading and she's like, what, I'm not supposed to daydream about him and put energy his way either. And I'm like, well you can however <laughs> he's going to show up in a way that you don't expect and he's you know people wanting to know is it is it gonna are we gonna move in in 33 days from now you know and we're gonna get married and all that it's like divine timing is not earthly timing because i've been getting told soon for like five years now <laughs> oh gosh i can't even you know, and, and back then, five years ago, ego was still, I had a lot of spiritual gifts, but ego was still very present in my life five years ago. So I'm like, okay, okay, good. Um, but, it's just so funny that you've said soon because that's something um, back in October, my, my DM and I were having a conversation. He's like, oh yeah, um, I'll, I'll be in touch soon. <laughs> and then right. months months right. later I'm like hold on a minute this isn't my idea of Zoom what is your idea of Zoom because this is not my idea of Zoom my idea of Zoom is a couple of days what is yours months years <laughs> what is your idea of Zoom no that's it <laughs> that's a great I, I was trying to think I think it was uh okay when was it we actually had like a conversation on the phone and it was about 10 minutes long like a full heart heartfelt conversation I think that that was like April, 2017, he's like, we're gonna have to do this again real soon. <laughs> I've seen him like in passing and stuff, but like no actual conversation. So 2017, so I get it. I get it. Okay. Yeah, what is your idea of soon? This is not my idea of soon. I, 
well I am actually desperate to I've I put a call out a little while ago and I didn't get any response but I would love I would love to speak with a DM and I would love to hear a DM side of point of view I I would love for a DM to come forward so if there are any DMs happen to be watching this they don't want to talk they don't want to talk about it yeah Yeah, I actually have some in my immediate circle but they don't want to talk about it yet I think it would help divine feminine and divine masculines I I really do feel like I've been saying for months in my readings like the spirit are really pushing me to try and nudge and to put that call out for divine masculine to speak up about how are you feeling about this but then I guess that's the issue they're not ready to talk about their emotions are they so it's that. I guess not yeah <laughs> guess not I, I, guess I don't know not. what I just I personally would love really and truly for a masculine to come forward really put your vulnerability on the line and just tell us how it is for you I think that would give a lot of DMs and DFs an understanding. And I think that would aid everyone's journey and there'd be more understanding and more scope for forgiveness. And yeah, so I don't know, DM, if you're watching this, <laughs> reach yeah. out to one of us. And I, I genuinely, genuinely would love to get that, that point of view because I have personally not come across material online I don't know if that's because I've not really been looking or whether it's not there there are a couple on YouTube that have gotten to union or um they were together and then you know separated again that have done some videos about it and they do feel us they do hear us um and a lot of them say that there's like an energetic thing that they don't even know why they can't reach out. It's like, and I've had that myself. You were saying something about like, it's ego really, or the, or the media that says, oh, don't reach out to them. Don't reach out to them. If you're guided and I'm the one that is usually guided to reach out. And sometimes he responds and sometimes he doesn't. (laughs) Yeah. Has taught me to not have expectations. It's taught me to love him unconditionally, which is kind of the point. I to just, learn unconditional I, love. Yeah. And for me, the biggest lesson has been that expectations. Oh, yeah. 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 I just, my, my view on that, if I just, I'm just picking up on if there's any feminine that do struggle with, should I reach out or shouldn't I? If they didn't want to hear from you, I'm pretty sure they would say, please stop contacting me. Yeah. Well, and, and, and mine, this, mine did actually. I really. Like, way back called me toxic he's like you're toxic I'm blocking all toxic people on my so he blocked me on his phone and then I let a long time go by (laughs) but I was guided there's like something in you it's like it's almost like the soul takes over and you send the message Mm -hmm. that's how it's been for me and he responded right back so he hadn't actually blocked me or he had unblocked me (laughs) it doesn't matter it doesn't matter um because when I sent it and this was recently um I could have cared less if he had responded back or whatever. I needed to respond and just send him some love or um, whatever it was. I think sometimes that happens. I mean, my my take on it is that happens when they're so stuck in the 3D world. It's like we're guided to send them that reassurance because they need that 3D communication because they're yeah. not quite in touch with their their 5D. So. I do feel like, yeah, we, we're guided to reach out when we need the, when they need us the most. So I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's, I, I've also noticed when I've, um, cause I, I have, I've like walked right past him and we didn't speak to each other in, in oh, wow. I don't know, year and a half, two years. I don't know, t- like time. I don't keep track anymore. Um, but every communication with him or seeing him or whatever, I always have a big shift afterwards. It's like the energy's got to be close, interacted, and then I go off and do something else mm-hmm. on my journey. And I'm assuming he does the same because if, if they're your actual twin, if you're doing your healing work, <laughs> then they have to. They don't have any choice in it. Um, from and I that's see. from talking to a bunch of twins that are yeah. in union. Okay. 
Because what I noticed with mine is we, we have been in communication um, again since January um, and he was seeing someone else. Um, he fessed up. Um, but I got to a point where he'd go, he'd tell me he'd call me and then he wouldn't call me. And I felt like because of the dynamic that we'd had, I couldn't tell him that it was upsetting me. And in the end, I was like, do you know what? I, I told him, I, I sent a message and I was like, every time you tell me you're going to call and don't, that upsets me. Don't tell me you're going to call me and then don't call me. Good for you. At least, you know, and I, I started to be very upfront and honest with him. And I was like, OK, I don't really care what he comes back with. I just want him to know where I am at. Yeah. And he, after that, took that on board and I noticed his actions were changing so it went from oh um yeah I'll, I'll call you to I'll try and call you or he'd message me to say I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to call you because of x oh. y and said every time recently mm-hmm. I'm articulating to him he's taking it on board and he's learning from that and he's growing so df don't be afraid to set your boundaries and I set a major boundary with him last weekend. He could have come round and got his leg over with me. I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. No, this okay. is what I want. I just want a little bit of your time. Somebody who wants to stop over every now and again rather than just get their leg over. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't care who you are. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. we've got this connection, but that doesn't mean to say that. I, I need to teach him how I want to be treated. And I think this is where you need to get to that point on this journey. doesn't matter. It, it's labelling at the end of the day. You need to respect yourself and last. It's, I, I feel like the final thing to open is the throat chakra, personally, for me. Yeah. Yeah. This is where the communication starts coming and honouring yourself. And don't right. be afraid, dear. If they will take it on board, you might not realise it, but they do. I'm so glad that you said that about boundaries because a lot of feminines equate unconditional love as receiving all kinds of crappy behavior. I know that I did. I can't believe some of the stuff that I stood up for. And right now, energetically, I'm I'm ready for the whole package. Like, I'm not going to take any more breadcrumbs from you. I'm just not like, I'm not. And, and that's how it is. He can show up 110% invested like I have always been. Or not. And I'm okay with yeah. that. I'm okay and with I that. And I think that's the point you need to get to. Yeah. It's you at the end of the day, you're you're both on the same page with it. This is a this is the whole point of reunion. You're you you've signed that contract long, long, long time ago. So you are at this level already. You are at this equal level. It's it's a balancing game and, yeah. until you come into your truths. And feminine, unfortunately, until you come into your truth, masculine can't catch up. Yes. So do your soul mission. (laughs) To get focused on yourself. Create. um, Become your own lover. For yourself, not because of you. Right, right. Because actually, I mean, energetically, my twin and I, even though we haven't been in communication, even though, you know, to the human eye, it looks like we're separated. We have been working together. Um, he stays actually in one place and I like go to different places. That energy is connecting and, and healing, changing the crystalline grids above and all kinds of things. You make a difference already. You're here to do all kinds of unseen with the human eye work. And when you realize that it kind of helps, oh, okay, we, we are doing what we're supposed to be doing. Our, our love changes the planet and um, yeah. And yeah, it's the ego, it's funny. I have this card sitting here. I, I picked it up to like put a little note thing up there, but I have this Oracle card sitting there and <laughs> it's probably backwards, right? It's the marriage <laughs> card. This relationship is moving toward a sacred union. 
So for Aww. whoever that's for, maybe it's for me. Maybe, I don't know. I channel so much that I don't like take things personally anymore. And I really, it, which is a weird thing about channeling because I don't really know what my actual state of my connection is. Okay, that's quite interesting. I try, yeah, because I get so much picking up from so many different collectives and people and, and whatever. Um, so I'm trying to stay in a state of neutrality and acceptance and whatever, everything's fine. Like all is well. Do you try and um, take some time to just like wrap yourself in your, your own energy and say, okay, tonight I'm, I'm focusing on me and I'm channeling me. I did, I did that for I three days in the last okay. week. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm at a place where I don't need to know. Okay. And for me, that's, I'm not even sure why I'm sharing. Maybe it'll resonate with somebody like for me, I'm needing to fully just float in that energy of trusting yeah. that everything's being taken care of. Because I don't know what's going on, but like I'm getting total silence from him, his end. And at the same time, like my business is growing and I'm like doing all these creative projects. I've got soul, new soul family coming in. Like, so that's why we say every step is important. And my journey is similar, but different than your journey, because the universe is delivering what I'm needing to practice and and mine would like, be trust. I have a hard time trusting, and I know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So You're always right where you need to be, though. This is another important thing for people to remember on their journeys. Whatever you're, whether you're struggling, whether you're in that place of I've been floating in the five D, regardless of that conversation that happened at the weekend. I've just been floating in this state of 5D and I'm I'm happy there. <laughs> I don't, don't want to yeah. be pulled down. So whatever, however things are looking for you right now, it's always important to remember you're always right where you need to be, whether you're whatever state you're in, whatever's going on, it's all essential part to your healing. So just try and remember that when days are quite bad. Such a great reminder. Thank you so much, Abby. Um, I'm going to put your links and all the social media that um, goes out. Um, do you have any new projects or new services or anything you'd like to talk about before we so, go? Yeah, I've um, I've just loaded my coaching session. So I've I've just launched my Inga Union healing right. sessions, I call them. Okay. Because, yeah, it's all about you coming into your own. Let's park the the divine counterpart to one side for now let's let's focus on yourself and bring you into alignment so yeah they're they're in a union healing sessions and it's a a 12 session I've not fixated a time on it because I feel like people work to different levels it might take somebody 12 weeks somebody might need longer shorter sessions so I've said it is a 12 12 step package um all the information's on my website if you want to take a I'll look make sure that you that feel like done. it might be beneficial for you yay congratulations yeah i'm excited I that's am. exciting and thank you so much for helping us divine feminines and twin flames and all of that you're doing really beautiful work in the world right now i've and learned watch. a lot from you too i, I really have I, I remember when we connected i was so grateful because i was feeling lost and i really had nobody like I didn't know what this thing was and I had nobody to turn to and then I I can't remember how, quite how we connected but it was through Twitter and I, I found your your tweets really resonated with me and then we started communicating so thank you so much for your guidance you've been a huge support to me you really have oh you're so 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 welcome so welcome we'll have to do this again this is yeah. fantastic Definitely. information um make sure that you guys like subscribe and leave comments for me and Abby. And if you are watching when this premieres, I hope that you have left some messages in the live chat. 
All of Abby's links will be below. Please follow, support her. Um, she's the real deal. I just love her to pieces. And I'm so glad that we had this time together. This is Arabella. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening, lovers. This has been a Black White Production. Copyright 2021. All information is for entertainment purposes only. Please see the links below to get in touch with. This is Arabella. Until next time. Thank you.